We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another installment of the VM NBA show, baby. Lamb here, my guy Impy on the other end. Imp, what's good? What's going on, dude? How are you? I hope it doesn't sound like I'm, uh, you know, doing anything to myself. I've used, I'm using different headphones now, uh, so hope hope the audio uh, works much better this time around. But yeah, dude, I'm chilling. Uh, it's pretty crappy out here in New York. The weather's garbage. Um, like it rains every day yeah i mean look for the most part the the humidity has kind of died out a little bit the last couple days which is quite pleasant for us especially for your boy you know out here in these eggs (laughs) so i can't i can't complain man i can't complain yeah What's going on, man? How you feeling today though? You good? Good, man. All is well. All is well. For those wondering, we haven't, you know, put out anything for VMMBA because Let's face it, not much going on in the NBA for the time being. We do have some storylines we'll get to right now, some fun talking points. But Imp, I'd say the biggest the biggest bit of news, maybe contract-wise or player-wise, over the last couple of weeks has been Draymond Green kind of out of nowhere with this new contract well, extension. Definitely. I mean, yeah, kind of out of nowhere. The one thing that I would say is, like, you know, a lot of people are calling next year's free agent class weak. Right. Um, and he was one of the names that would potentially be, you know, available next year in free agency. And that was quickly swiped right under the rug. Uh, they extended him with four years, 100 mil. So 25 mil a year uh, with the extension. I don't know if he's making 25 million this year coming up, but I know 
that once that extension hits, it'll be 25 over four. Yeah, so right, right away, I was, if I'm the Warriors, I think that's that's exactly where I would want to sign Draymond Green at. Yep. Uh, I was worried for the longest time he'd get a Ben Simmons kind of deal, five for 170, and that would be kind of rough. I mean, Clay Thompson also signed a very similar deal to that as well. Look, four for 100 for a guy who is probably... Look, he's in the top three for the reasons why you've been on this five-year run. Yep. And look, you, you keep your core intact. If you have Draymond, Clay, and Steph with surrounding role players, you've seen that recipe work for success. Yes, sir. So why not? You reward a guy who remained. You know, uh, Durant could have resigned with them. He chose not to. And I think this is just a deal where I don't know if a lot of teams do this anymore. It's kind of like, yo, you know what, man? We, you kind of took a back step. Your numbers got driven down because you were the fall guy as far as like possessions and your shots and all that and your usage rate. But you still did all the small things that don't show up on the stat sheet. And here, this is like a thank you kind of thing. Can you see it as that being something? Yeah, I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Draymond Green's numbers aren't, you know, overwhelming in the regular season. But take a look at his splits from regular season to postseason, and that's why they gave Draymond Green $25 million a year. He shows up when it matters the most. Um, does he come into the season, you know, maybe a little bit out of shape? Yeah, but he finds a way to turn it up, and he plays his best basketball when it means the most. So, um, like you said, you know, doing right by him, although – you know, to be frank, I think he probably would have got $25 million a year on the open market. So I think it was more of him just saying, like, you know, this is my team. I was drafted here. I want to stay here. No KD, no problem. Business as usual. We're still one of the all-time great teams. Uh, so a little bit of both. I, I see what you're saying, though. Yo, so I get that he can make money more money elsewhere or probably make the same money elsewhere. But is grass always greener on the other side, man? You never really know. Like, I, so look, f for me personally, and I, I still haven't reached the heights that I, I know one day I'll be able to get to, but if I was in a, in, in a situation where I knew what I was getting and I knew the environment I was in and I knew in this environment I could strive and be the best I could be and I could hit all my goals and whatnot, I'm like, sure, someone might come out of nowhere and I I've done well with my money and, you know, there's no rumors or reports of Draymond Green, you know, making it rain in strip clubs and shit. We, ha we have no idea about what his, like, extracurricular activities are. But what I'm trying to say is that it seems like he's a guy that's controlled his money well over the years because there are no none of these reports coming out. So, like, is it really worth it to go chase the money? Sometimes just being in a situation that you know they can maximize you to your fullest potential and you could hit all your goals and you could be on a team that yo you're going to be playing come may and june anyway yeah and there's a comfortable and there's the, the factor of him being really comfortable like i said he was drafted there he's a warrior like that stuff is definitely underrated in, in, in today's kind of basketball landscape without a doubt yeah that's what i think that was that was kind of because you know you brought it up how he might have been able to get money elsewhere and whatnot and i, I agree with you and really, and really quickly though, who's to say that if KD resigned with the Warriors, he first of all, who knows if they'd have the money to resign him, and two, who knows if he would have wanted to stay there? You know what I mean? So, KD signing with the Nets was kind of you know was it was it another domino? Uh, this was a domino falling due to the KD signing. 
Oh, yeah. And I also think that he was the one that was kind of the guy that was able to keep Durant in check. Yes. Yes. Like the, that altercation they got into uh, what on the court and then on the on the bench. Yeah, it was a famous soundbite where if you do the lip reading stuff, if you're good at that, you see Durant say, this is why I'm out. And it's like him and Draymond just got into a beef. So yeah. he always seemed to be like the enforcer, right? Clay and, and Steph were always the guys that were even keel and kind of let their play do their talking. They never were ones to, you know, getting your face to like step up for someone. They kind of were like, I would compare it to a hockey enforcer, right? He's the enforcer without a doubt. That's a great comparison. Yeah, so you're you're more of the hockey guy than I am. How would you explain an enforcer in hockey to people that might not know? I mean, look, when it comes to the sport of hockey, if you guys don't know, um, you're allowed to fight in hockey. You can't fight in basketball. I'm, I'm not. I don't want to get too off topic, but in that in hockey, you can fight, right? You're allowed to fight. The problem is when you fight, you get a five minute penalty, which means you're off the ice for five minutes. Now, a lot of times, teams try to stick. You know, someone that's a little rough and rowdy, and they try to go get them to start fights with some of your best players, right? And what happens is, even though even if your best player is a, is a great fighter, you don't want to have that best player off the ice for five minutes. So sometimes it turns into like just two enforcers fighting back to back. But the idea is just like you need a guy on you need a guy on the court to kind of protect. You know what I'm saying? You need a guy on the court to make sure, or on the ice rather, you need a guy on the ice that can kind of protect your best player, make sure no one gets into a fight with him. No, make sure no one gives him cheap shots. It's kind of like a bodyguard on the on the court or on the ice. Exactly, and and also you would rather him get into the fight because he's not as good as your superstar player. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so I, I it seems like we're at agreement. You would so basically you would do that contract too if you were the Warriors, right? Yeah, if the way the thing shook out, like if I like if if everything shook out the way it did right now, then yes, absolutely. But like if KD resigned, if I was um, Dre, maybe I would have considered leaving for sure. Right. right. Yeah. But the, but the, but like considering the way everything shook out and, and as it is right now, um, definitely uh, he made the right call. So a guy that's been really close to home for us over the last, uh, I mean, our tenure as Knicks fans, we've seen a lot of guys come and go, but not many wanted to come and shoulder the load that Carmelo Anthony did. And yeah. You know, he was one of the rare superstars that, look, there are two different camps when it comes to Knicks fans and Carmelo Anthony, right? Um, mm-hmm. There's people like Tim who think he's super overrated and his entire tenure here was a disaster. And then there's people that like with me where I'm like, yo, look, he wasn't the greatest, but, you know, he had multiple head coaches. I think he had the most starting fives. He had the most starting lineup pairings of any all-star over that same tenure. Um, organization, we know about it, how shitty it is. Basically, Chauncey Billups came out the other day and said that Melo is more concerned with him dropping 30 as opposed to winning. And then many things came out judging Melo's character and is he a team guy and whatnot. But I kind of want to have this conversation with you, Imp. And it's, do you think Melo ultimately ends up in the Hall of Fame? Are you ridiculous? This is such a crazy question to ask like the fact that we're even having this conversation just goes to show how i don't even know how people just have amnesia at times dude carmelo anthony is one of the best scoring wings of all time one of the best scoring you know small forward power forwards of all time it's not even close 
10-time All-Star, uh, 19th in all-time scoring, so top 20 scorer, um, uh, a three-time gold medalist, a Team USA leader in, in scoring. Uh, he's got to the conference finals once. I think he was runner-up in MVP. Um, I think he's a first ballot Hall of uh, six-time All-NBA. Can't believe I forgot that. Um, so this is ridiculous. He's absolutely a Hall of Famer. Um, there's no if and or buts, to be honest. Yeah, I'm with you. Though I want to say one thing: the the quicker you get to the amount of gold medals someone has, I, I feel like that might like weaken your argument, especially when you're well, talking about I, Americans, though. Yes, because we're supposed to we're expected to win it every year. But still, I mean, the fact that you're right, you're right. Well, you know, the truth is, he lacks some NBA, um, you know, you know, uh, championship hardware. So you kind of have to look. You know, elsewhere for the hardware. Although all NBA is a hard is, is, is a form of hardware, and so is you know being a ten time All Star is definitely a form of, of hardware as well. Um, I mean, look, you know what 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 Chauncey Billups said. You know, then Melo had the chance to kind of you know respond back, and Melo said, "Look, you know, maybe there's some truth behind what he said, but the, but how I felt was I needed to score for us to win. So that was kind of his you know his reasoning and his logic behind tr- having to get that thirty. The reason he wanted to get that 30 is because he thought that 30 would give the team the best chance to win. Now, I guess Chauncey Phillips felt, you know, different, um, which is fine. Um, but, you know, that's kind of how I saw it as well. You know, it's not like he was just scoring to score. He wanted to win. But, you know, he was – one thing that I always – the one thing that I didn't love about Melo is just like I felt like he never made anyone around him better, right? And you look at some of the all-time greats, um, that's one thing that, you know, they do a really good job of either either if it's whether it's on the offense side of the ball or even on the defense side of the ball, right? Like Melo never really became a lockdown defender, or, or you know he wanted to kind of guard that second guy or third guy so that he you know didn't have to exert all his energy on defense so that he could score, right? Which is valid, but at the same time, like you know me, I'm a bigger fan of, of two way players over one way players. So, um, you know, a tremendous score, one of the best pure scorers of all time, great ISO player, um. And and yeah, first battle the Hall of Famer, not even close. Yeah, I don't think the I don't think it's up for debate really. I, I think, you know, he the the Western Conference Finals run that he went on with the Nuggets was super impressive. I mean, I think the best player on that team was uh, Chauncey Billups, if I remember correctly. Wasn't Billups on that team? Yes, sir. Yeah, so like, and you know that those Western Conference teams they ended up losing to the Lakers that year, who went on and won the championship. Um, as far as we, as far as going back to what I meant about the gold medals, I just want to clarify. Like, I'm sorry, it's a tremendous accomplishment if you win a gold medal, folks. Don't get me wrong. If you do it in gymnastics, or you do it in in in, in um, discus or or swimming, right? But yo, look. Men's basketball, women's basketball, like if, if for purposes of you getting into the Hall of Fame, like and you're an American, come on, like that's yeah. expected to you. It's not like you're a Brazilian dude that won a like Ginobili or like Pau or the Gasol brothers, like winning stuff with Spain and Argentina. Like that's more impressive to me. As opposed to like USA, we're like, yo, when we wanted to, we beat teams by 40. And as yeah. great as the rest of the world has gotten in basketball, well, not every country is producing. Not The Congo isn't producing a bunch of Serge Ibaka's every 
chance they get or a bunch of uh, uh, Siakams, right? I think Siakams from there, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Might I think he is too. From Senegal. But you get what I'm saying? Like, Greece isn't producing a Giannis every year. So, like, I'm sorry as far as Melo goes for that. But, you know. I, you, I, and I, I hear what you're saying. I get it. Um, I just wanted to say that I think another reason that people lean on those three gold medals is because of the fact that he is the all-time leading scorer and he had the most points in one game. So, like, it's just – it's kind of just, like, flows with the conversation when people are talking about the gold medals. They're also talking about him being the all-time leading scorer. Like, he has – it's more than just the gold medals. Like, he's – you know, like, when you think of Team USA basketball over the last 15 seasons or whatever the case is, I, I honestly think one of the first people you think of is Carmelo Anthony. So I think that's one of the reasons why. Yeah, yeah, and I think the the one thing with, with Team USA that also might strengthen his argument is how how good he looked when he had other pieces around him. And I'll grant yes. it, look, that kind of might make me sound hypocritical because I just said, like, it's not impressive that you win all these gold medals because the team is so stacked, and then for me to... No, but, it's, but I know what you mean. The reason you bring it up is because gener- because historically the one, you know, the, 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 the devil's advocate for Melo is, oh, his teams were never good. Right. So I see. I see what you're saying. You're like, well, look at what he could do if he had good players around him. Exactly. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to get at. And that's why you're yeah. the man, and cool. you're out here. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Let us know. Chime in at Veterans Minimum. Do you guys think Melo's going to ultimately be a, a first ballot Hall of Famer, or even if you think he's a Hall of Famer? Because nice. you know, MP and I think he's first ballot, but you know, this was more of a general conversation of Hall of Fame. <laughs> If I had to guess, everyone in the top 20 scoring, like the top 20 scoring NBA history, if I had to guess all those players, whoever, you know, I think I had mentioned Melo's 19th or whatever, whoever's on that list, top 20, if I had to guess, is a Hall of Famer or will be a Hall of Famer, right? Like Kareem, look, I can run down the list real quick right now. Yeah, I got it in front of me too if you want to Kareem, Carl Malone, Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Dirk Nowitzki, Wilt, Shaq, Moses Malone, Elvin Hayes, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon, Oscar Robertson, Dominique, Jim Duncan, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Alex English, like Melo's 19th, right? Right, you know, ooh, Vince Carter coming back. For a next season, by the way, and Vince Carter's twentieth, and Carmelo Anthony is nineteenth, and they're separated by one hundred and twenty-one points. Yeah, it seems like I'm looking at this right now. VC coming back for twenty-two years, twenty-second season. Most maybe he maybe he wants that number nineteen spot. Well, yo, actually, if you think about it, he could realistically get to as we're looking at it right now. So he has twenty-five thousand four hundred and thirty. No, I don't think he can. Oh wait, never mind. He can catch at least Alex English at eighteen. Yeah, he could get to eighteen. For sure, that's probably what he's thinking about. He's yeah. trying to get these buckets. Yeah, if he could get these buckets, like he could, he could drop like eight a game. He played over seventy games last year, and people Not really sure. liked him. So, yeah, shout out to VC man. Yo, I heard some shit that he might be the first. He's gonna be the first player if he plays on January first. He'll be the first player to ever play in four decades. Damn. Played in the nineties, the two thousands, the tens, and then the twenties. Yeah, that's wild. Yo, that's crazy how like us in like forty years will be talking about the decades, like yo, and the will we be able to reference the nineties? Uh, depends uh, what sport, um, uh, and depends who, but generally speaking, a, a decent amount we'll probably be able to. So like what happens if like we're like seventy, right? And we're like, yo, in the fifties. 
<laughs> Which fifties, <laughs> man? Which fifties? All right. We were talking a little bit about USA basketball, and I got to be honest with you, bro. I got mad love and respect for Landry Shamit, but when this when this dude came out and was like, "Yeah, this invite for FIBA," nah, dog, not for me. I was like, "Come on, fam." Like, imp, what's I mean, what's good with all these guys calling out a team USA basketball? So, with Landry Shamit, I think I I. I I don't know, man. I think that it's a couple of things. I think, one, it's FIBA, right? It's FIBA. It's not the Olympics. It's FIBA. I think that a lot of players would definitely reconsider the, um, you know, uh, I think that if this was the Olympics, it would be a different story. People would want to play. But because it's not the Olympics, you know what I mean? It's a different story. right? Um, And so it's, you know, it's like, you know, no one knows about the minutes. How many minutes are they going to play? you got to worry about all this travel during the offseason. Some of these players are, uh, you know, I think Landry Shamit mentioned saying he's he's he's, uh, he's, right, he's looking forward to a long playoff run. And that's valid, too. Like, these guys don't want to get hurt. If you're on a really good team and, and you have, you know, championship aspirations and it's, it's FIBA, it's like, I kind of don't blame you, to be very honest. Like, I'll be straight up. If you're on a good team that's expected to win a title or in contention – like I, I'm not mad at you for sitting out. You know what? Were you gonna play 15 minutes uh, and 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 smoke every team to a gold medal, like or or whatever they win the FIBA World Cup? Like I'm 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 okay with it to be very honest. I'm I'm not you know surprised at all to be honest. Yeah, that you bring up a good point about people wanting to rest and whatnot. And I was listening to uh, CJ McCollum. He he was on Woj's podcast and he mentioned something about like yo, you know. When we send the big names out there, it's like everyone knows that they could go and he's like, look, not for nothing. No one could beat us if we really want to. And I liked how he was being super blunt about it. How, you know, look, when we go there, we're kind of just like working on new game, Like, you know, like I've been working on this uh, fadeaway jump shot kind of thing from the left. Let me try that in a real game setting. Right. As opposed to practice. And you experiment with different things and whatnot. And he's like, yo, when we send all the big names, it's like everyone plays 20, 25 minutes. Well, now you don't want to be the full guy, right? You don't want to be the team that goes. You don't want to be the starters for the team that busts out in FIBA. Or like say something goes wrong and you guys don't win. Like, damn, we're the scrubs. You know, we let us down, this and that. And, you know, I think the biggest name on the roster right now, if you look at like, I think only one guy from the All-NBA teams, I'm pretty sure Kemba went there. And then it's yeah. like Donovan Mitchell. Um, it does seem like think, it's more younger guys than anything. Yeah, I don't think Kemba had the opportunity to play on any other Team USA rosters, right? So I think this is a perfect opportunity for a guy that's a little bit older to kind of be that veteran in the locker room and the veteran on the court. Um, so it's a cool opportunity for a guy like him, right? And, and I think everything's shaking up the right way. Um, let some of these younger guys play. And now, to be honest with you, in my opinion as a fan – it's actually more entertaining. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I, I think it's more entertaining because now it's like, don't get me wrong, we're the favorites, but we may not, we may not be the, you know, we may not be as big of a favorite as we could be if, you know, all of the first team All NBA team was thrown out there. Nah, yeah, for sure. If, if yeah, if we were sending all the big names that we usually would send in situations like this, but yeah, it also, you know what, it might. If you're into the FIBA stuff, I like watching just 
uh, Team USA. Greece is in it too. I know Giannis is like, yo, I would. He said something crazy like he would trade his MVP to win this for Greece. So you know he's gonna be super fired up for it. I just like international play. I guess that goes back to my time of being a big soccer fan. I've always just like naturally gotten behind it. It's gonna be interesting, man. But I just think it was alarming when like. It was kind of just a head, like no disrespect to Shamit, man. Uh, you know, we pretty much hyped him up when we first, uh, when he first came on on board and whatnot into the league, and you know, we were like, "Yo, that's a shady big pickup in that Tobias Harris deal." But like, guys like that calling out, I think it's a bigger issue than we're we're making it out to be. Yeah, for sure. I I couldn't agree with you more. All right, before we move on, uh, I want to plug a couple of things. Obviously, the Patreon, patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. A lot of extra content coming out there for a small, small fee every month. It is uh, some pretty cool stuff. If you want to check it out, you can check it out before you actually pay for anything. It is patreon.com slash Veterans Minimum. And also, a lot of people have been asking the merch it's theloyalist.com slash veterans minimum. If you want to check that out as well, that's the website. There's hats, shirts, hoodies, etc. Some fun stuff. Hey, what are you thinking? You, the bod ready for a photo shoot? Yes, I sure. Th- absolutely. I, I'm, I, I, I did really well heading into the summer. Slapped a little bit as the summer began. Um, but, you know, just because you're trying to enjoy the summer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and now back on the grind now. Yeah, man, I think we should definitely do a photo shoot. I think it'd be funny. That could be something that might be in the works. But, you know, I uh, I got sick over the weekend, man. And, yo, I got the stomach bug, bro. I had the stomach flu. Damn. Dude, I ate nothing but, like, saltine crackers for, like, three days. I didn't, yo, and I was starving, but I just couldn't, I, I didn't have the energy or the enthusiasm to eat. Got it. Did you drop a couple pounds? I did, man, like, a lot. My mom's like, yo, you, you definitely look sick. That's what she told yeah. me today. Yeah, yeah, mom, but I can see my bottom abs. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yo, you know what? This this wasn't like entirely the worst thing ever. Yeah, dude. You, you know, catch a stomach bug, lose a couple pounds, you look good for the wedding. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, worry, worry. Tim's wedding this weekend. Shout out to the the big guy, Tim, getting married. Uh, all right, Next. back to the regular scheduled program. Uh, all right, last bit of news here, Imp. Kind of a another head scratcher, right? And I'm not talking about Shamit calling out from men's basketball but yo didn't we think that griffin and lebron were like homies they were it, they were so much they were homies to the point where um everyone was pointing at david griffin to be the new a lot of people were pointing at griffin to be the gm uh, actually now that i think about it i remember which came first palinka uh magic quitting or, or david griffin taking over the pelicans but people but he's always linked to lebron they had a great relationship in cleveland or so we thought um, or maybe not. Maybe his comments have nothing to do with their relationship. You know, maybe that was just his perspective of how the team was. But either way, yeah, um, they've always been linked together ever since they won a ring together in Cleveland. Yeah, so Griffin came out, and yo, not for nothing, he didn't really say anything outrageous. I no. think everything that he said, if you've been following the Cavs situation, and even if you've just been following LeBron throughout the years, he's kind of always held organizations hostage where you know it it so player empowerment is cool right but it it comes with its territory because if i'm if i'm ownership right and imp say you're lebron james 
And I'm like, yo, bro, I want to make these moves. I want to get some pieces around you. I'm willing to trade this first round pick. I'm willing to trade this guy and that guy and, you know, maybe get this expiring or whatnot. But are you going to be around long term? If you're going to be telling me, ah, we'll revisit this in the offseason, I'm going to be like, well, that's not entirely guaranteeing me that you're going to be here. It's not fair. It's not fair. So why should I mortgage the future for you when you're not mortgaging the future for me? It's true. It's true. It's it's. It's one hundred percent true, and I didn't even think of it that way. Um, I, 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 I couldn't agree with you more. It's like, dude, it's not like people like to use the term healthy. It's not, it's not healthy to try to win a championship every year. No matter what anyone wants to say or think, it's just not feasible. It's just not possible. If you try to win a championship every year, you will turn up and turn into the Cavaliers. That's just, it's just the nature of the beast. Um, and so, do you want to read what he said or? No, I don't have it entirely in front of me what he said. I have, I have bits and pieces that I can read. Okay, yeah, whatever you um, think is important, shoot. I mean, he basically said everything we did was so inorganic and unsustainable and frankly not fun. I was miserable. Literally the moment we won a championship, I knew I was going to leave. There was no way I was going to stay for any amount of money. Uh, and then, you know, it's it's true. I get it. Like, it's it's... Like I said, and then another, and then he said the reason LeBron is getting all the credit, and then it's like, it's like LeBron gets the credit and he never gets the blame, and that's not fun for certain people. Um, they don't like being part of that world, so it's the world that centers and circles around LeBron. Um, I agree. Would I have said it? Probably not. Um, but you can't knock him for being honest in a world where we hate vanilla and generic answers. This guy gets on the record and he speaks freely. And he and granted, he said some things came out of context, but nonetheless, like, like I said, I I agree. I understand how he feels. Probably wouldn't have said it though. Yeah, for sure. Because you know, I remember. Uh, I'm pretty sure LeBron might have sent out like a tweet when Griffin got either fired or he stepped down. Like it was like a thank you tweet. So that's why it kind of took me by surprise. I was like, damn, you know, but. Going back to originally when I saw it, like, I just feel like this was just, like, clickbait material for the dog days of summer, right? Yeah. Like, I didn't really see anything wrong with what he said. Like, there's a lot of truth behind that. Like, yo, it's hard to build a, a team with LeBron, right? Because when you win, it's all him. And when you lose, it's everyone else's fault. That's why Kyrie didn't want to play with him no more. That's why, not for nothing, a lot of players, for as great oh, as he is, they... You're not always seeing these guys entirely running to go play with him. And yeah. even as like a head coach in an organization, I just think ultimately it's like, yo, if if you're my superstar, and I know nowadays it's gotten even harder, like you're really at their, you're, you're, they're at your disposal. No, you're at their disposal, really. They could be like, yo, I want out, and you kind of have to trade them, right? Yeah. Like, like a AD and, and, and Kawhi did that basically. <laughs> PG also. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, yo, they force your hand is what I was trying to say, but I'm a legend. The, without a doubt. <laughs> uh, so I just think that with LeBron, right, he, he's he's so iconic and he's so just like such a big name and he has so much power. I just think that with LeBron, man, it's just so hard to be able to get the right answer from him that you want to build an organization around him. And and now I'm reading that well I've read, but you know, I'm reading rereading that people in LeBron's camp supposedly, you know, spoke to Griffin and said, you know, you should kind of 
you know, clear up your 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 comments because Griffin said that they're taken out of context. So LeBron's people were like, yeah, all right, if they're taken out of context. Maybe go on the record and set it straight. Um, but like you said, he doesn't. He didn't take anything back. He just said what he you know was expressing was taken out of context. But everything he said is valid and it's the truth. Yeah, exactly. And and you know with Griffin, he kind of he also praised like Zion. And he um he kind of compared uh like how he's like a team first guy and shit. Did you did you think that of that being like a shot at LeBron as him not being a team first guy? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, Did I, how you felt? I, I, no, no, I didn't feel that way. I, I just wanted to ask because I know someone else I was talking to. They were like, "Damn, yo, he's taking shots at LeBron like that. Like Zion hasn't even played a game yet." Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I think I just think he's speaking freely. I don't necessarily think he's pick, pick, you know picking on anyone to be honest. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, um right. la, la, I just want to just mention one one quick thing as we sign off here. Yo, you heard about this Rich Paul rule with the NCAA? Yeah, we were talking about it yesterday in the group chat for a little while. Uh, what, what do you make of it? I don't know, man. It's just it's it's it's, it's corny, bro. Yeah, why implement these rules? I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it either. I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. It just it comes off as they're being a little bit of haters. Haters, number one. And then also, like, you know, uh, Worldwide Wob had a had a great tweet. He's like, man, y'all going to make Rich Paul go to UNC and Duke and take one of those classes and then have all these kids under contract. Damn, that's so hilarious. It's but, over now, right? Like, that was the one thing, right? It was like, at least... You know, at least he was taking his guys. He was taking his guys and being creative with what they were doing. Now it's fine. Oh, no doubt. You know what? It's all good. I'll be the. I'll. I'll. I'll, go, I'll get your. I'll hit your requirements, and I'll still be creative with what I do. Don't worry about it. The kid basically got the one million dollar internship at New Balance, and there's incentives that could get it up to thirteen million dollars, I think. Um, and he was still taking it in the first round after. Um, he didn't even play in co- college. Went to the G League and they got drafted in the first round, so it's like, it's, it, they just look bad. They just look bad, and play, and then more and more players are just not going to go. So you want to save face and make yourself look good. This is a bad look. Yeah, and also like the NCAA is always on people's shit list for the most part, especially yeah. with like you know how much money they bring in and the players not getting paid and whatnot. But you know, I actually did a video a couple of weeks ago about. So there was a ruling imp, and we'll we'll close on this one. Uh, Fair play, fair pay to play act. Um, they ruled it unanimous where college players are going to be able in the state of California to make profit off their name, images, and likeness. And I think that's a, that's a monumental kind of decision, man. And the NCAA just came out and, you know, Mark Emmerich, the president, came out and he said, you know what, uh, if this happens, no bowl games for teams from the state of California and, you know, like, USC, UCLA, to name two of the bigger programs there. Uh, you won't be able to do the NCAA tournament. So it, it's like, yo, you want all the money, man? Like, it's crazy, you know? That's wild. I was actually going to say, oh, all the players are going to want to go to the schools in California. <laughs> but, <laughs> but now now they won't. <laughs> Damn. Yo, but you want to know something? Who cares? Like, Yo, I don't care about the NCAA tournament. If I'm going to be a freshman, I'm going to school for four months. I want to make some dough, look good, and, and and get drafted. Like, who cares about the fucking NCAA tournament? Like, I'm being honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, how many of you guys sit out these bowl games anyway? Like, straight up. 
Yeah, and look, I think a name you need to monitor is RJ Hampton. This dude is going to play in New Zealand. And if this kid ends up being like a top 10 pick or a top five pick and like he didn't go to college because he wanted to make money right away, I think everyone's going to start taking that route. Even that LaMelo Ball, who, you know, for for, re- for other reasons wasn't allowed to go to college, um, regardless of if he was allowed or not, if he gets drafted, right, in the first round, middle of the first round, whatever the case is, out of, out, you know, from playing in the NBL in, 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 in New Zealand um, or Australia, no, it's the, it's the NBL is in Australia, I think. Um, but... I mean, yeah, that'll be another kind of great success story of a dude that didn't need to go to school. Yeah, it is uh, the NBL, yes, National Basketball NBL League. In, the, in Australia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where um, Lamelo Ball's playing, RJ Hampton's playing, Andrew Andrew, Andrew Bogut's going back there. Um, there's some dudes out there, though, for sure. So, you know, con- good luck and congrats because they're getting their money. Yeah, yo, you're playing against pros, bro. Like, one of the reasons why we like Luca coming into this year so much is because, like, he was playing professional basketball against grown-ass men, not 18-year-olds that are going to be salesmen in a couple months. Yeah, I actually, I was watching this, like, this, like, video slideshow. I forget. I think Hoops Hype posted it. And it was basically, like, these are all the players that decided to go play overseas this year. And granted, some of them are not, you know, they're not rookies at all. But it just goes to show, like, how good the leagues are elsewhere that they're kind of poaching talent, like... Miritich was going to Barcelona where he had tons of big money NBA deals on the table. So the better these leagues, the better these leagues get internationally, um, the more the NCAA will have to worry, I guess. Without a doubt. Yeah. And and money's always going to steer people in different directions. Yeah. All right, folks, this was another installment of the VM NBA show. Imp, where can they find you? I am P Y seven one eight. You already know on Twitter and Instagram. What about you? At The Lamb Show, Twitter, Instagram, and on Twitch. At Veterans Minimum on social media outlets. And we will catch you guys next time on the VMMBA Show. Peace. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens. And that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.